Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello London, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who's very excited about some robot news. It's Richard Herring. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, oh, you're much, much better than the audience we had about five months ago. <laughs> Which you'll see it will be. Um, so, you know, well done. Uh, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's... Uh, Leicester Square Theatre podcast, but I was hanging around uh, with Ian Britannica uh, the other day. The uh, you know him, the creator of the Encyclopedia Britannica. He says he he wrote all of it. Uh, it's got all the info in the world in thirty-two handy volumes of books, which you only have to rebuy every year to keep up to date. It's an amazing, it's an amazing system. He calls it Rallastubber. The kid, you tell the kids that today, they wouldn't believe you, would they? They wouldn't believe. An encyclopedia on a shelf that people sold door to door. They wouldn't, wouldn't believe it. Um, I, you know, I, I've done... Um, I was in Leeds on Saturday. It's only Monday. I haven't got any fucking stand I've done... F- f- this is the fourth podcast in... Th- I've got some stand-up for you. Uh, here we go. Um, I was very... The week that we recorded this, uh, the, the news came in that a woman called Karen from Sweden uh, is the first person to have a robot hand that is connected to a nervous system and skeletal system. Uh, yeah. But, you know, is, it, is that cheating? If, you, if, she, if she... I mean, I... 
it's attached to a person, but it's, it's, it's a still, it's not a real hand, though, is it? It's, not a, it's a pretend hand, just because it's connected to someone. I'm prepared to put myself forward as the guinea pig to find out if they... Because you can pick up grapes and stuff. It's a, da- it's a danger. The first person... There's going to be a first person, and I'm prepared to be the Neil Armstrong... I mean, hopefully your arm's not too strong. Of, of that... Of that... Because it could take... It could take... Pop the helmet off, couldn't it, Dave? That's the thing. Just, if it goes... It could go too... Don't think, I don't think it counts as cheating. It's, that's a, you know, that is a, it's a close call, though, isn't it, in that case, because it's semi-human. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I've got these days. <laughs> that's why I need a robot hand, to be honest. Right, look, that's it. That's it, that's the stand-up. Well done, let's move on. So, um, thank you very much. Uh, don't just throw this shit together, you know. <sighs> Hello? Uh, I mean, apropos of nothing, I held a prosthetic bollock recently. Well, well done, mate. How, how was it for you? I worked for the NHS. Okay, it's still illegal. It's not. It's not. It's not. It doesn't mean you can go around handling people's bollocks willy nilly, mate, so to speak. Um, you, you held a prosthetic bollock. You work for the NHS, so it's fine. Yeah, because no one who works for the NHS has ever done anything dodgy, have they? Yeah. They, what, did they, they came in a box, did they, or did you come in a box? <laughs> they came in a box, and you thought, I'll have a... When you say you work for the NHS, <laughs> why, you work in the delivery room? What's, what, do you, what do you do at the NHS? I work in the sterile services. Work in the sterile services. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're prosthetic balls are sterile, aren't they? So that's, that's lucky, that's good. It was like a replacement one. Yeah, a replacement you, one. You I was offered one, I turned it down. That could have been that could have been in my scrotum, that thing you had, but it's not. I'm just I'm au naturel down there, mate. Good. Just maybe think good. I'm glad, you know, do feel free just to chip in anytime you want. It's fine. It's you know, it's right. We haven't got anything. We're not doing much up here, it's fine. Nice to nice to meet you. Thank you. Keep up the good thanks for the great work you do at the NHS playing with prosthetic bollocks. It's um <laughs> Gotta have some fun. And you know, that's what I say when I... I do this in the routine, but after my operation, uh, I woke up wearing, like, t- tights and a jock strap that I was not wearing before I went in. But I think those guys saved my life. Let them have a bit of fun. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. They saved my life. Let them have a... I don't mind. They're only... They're only human. You saw me in a, on a table, David. You, you'd... You'd have a little crack, wouldn't you? You're only human. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Right, <laughs> let's move on. Um, our, uh, my guest this week is probably best... I'm genuinely impressed by this one. This is the problem. I'm genuinely impressed. She is probably best known for playing the three times table in number blocks. <laughs> genuinely impressed. Will you please welcome... Suze Kempner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Suze Kempner. Three times table. Three times table. Yeah. How we, I mean, uh, we can. I think we might talk about this mainly. Um, okay. I, I'm a big fan of number blocks and uh, yeah, I, alpha blocks as well. Okay. Color, there's one. A, there's a color one as well now. Is there? Yeah. Good. They think I don't know. Like I don't have any kids, but so I didn't know what a huge deal number blocks yeah. was. And um, I I do a podcast with two comics, and one's got a kid, 
And uh, you know, Masood Milas. I don't know if yeah, I know you but do. But he, he went. I went. Yeah, I've just um, I've got to go in and do this session singing job. I'm playing the three times table in number blocks. And Masood went. Ah oh, man, I fucking love number blocks. <laughs> like he was just like blown away. Like yeah. I've been cast in like a Bond film or something because <laughs> his three year old loves number yeah, blocks. Yeah, gen- I'm But he loves it. Genuinely, do you have to do? How do you prepare for a role as a th- as a times table? <laughs> A singing times table. Yeah, a singing time. times table. I had to. I did have to read the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got as far as nine, and I was like, "Best keep my eye on this pain." It's been a long time since primary school. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's very good. Well, congratulations on Thank that. Thank you very much. And you, you should be more, more. Well, look, I was ten times table as well. Did are you we? Know oh, fuck. Yeah, up. one ten is ten. Two tens are twenty. Three tens are thirty. Yeah, it's, that one's Do a bit you easier. That one? I don't remember that one. That's no. a bit. Uh, the three times was in a circus. Didn't have to read that one. In a circus, flying around. I mean, when you get the eight times table, you know you've really made it because that's the. Yeah. They only give that to the. Do you know who done the geniuses. session before me? No. Um. Oh, uh, Gregory Porter. What? Right. And then, and then I came in like, oh, thank you. I live, I live in my mum's house. Yeah. Anyway, the heady heights. Well, look, it's fantastic to have you on. As you said, you've recently done, although five months ago, six months, eight months ago eight now, months ago. Um, you've done uh, Drunk Women Solving Crime. Yes. So you have, you've completed the, the Herring <laughs> Menage a Trois. That's right. That's um, right. Podcasting. <laughs> A few have achieved it. Um, so well done with that. Um, but um, look, let's start. You you started out. You went, you went to the to the Royal Academy of yeah, Music. To, yeah, I went to Royal Academy of Music 2009, and um, I, I got in like months before I went. Obviously, um, we didn't get in after I went, and that, and then I went. Oh, I can try stand up now because right. it can go all wrong. It doesn't matter because then I can just go to drama school. Right, it doesn't matter and do my do my postgrad in musical theatre, useful. Um, and so I started doing stand-up, and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah. So what were you doing at the... Were you doing musical theatre? Yeah, as a yeah. postgrad in musical yeah. theatre. Right, okay. right. Yeah, OK. <laughs> yeah. Just 30 arseholes. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised they let you into the Royal Academy of Music with... Really? That. Yeah, I don't think that counts, does it? What, because I said arseholes? No, I think... No, because musical theatre doesn't really count as proper music. <laughs> I thought it's it would be, vi- it be, be harps and things in the Royal Academy. Yeah, music. well, the musical theatre bit is like uh, several rooms on the ground floor, and it, there's like a corridor linking all the rooms. But all the um, brass students had to like go down that corridor to get to their bit, and we'd all just sit there like assholes uh, um, with our legs, like just sitting on the floor with our legs out, and brass students would step over all our legs furious <laughs> with the fucking musical theatre students. And we were really looked down on by the opera students. So you'd go into the Royal Academy canteen and the opera students would all be around the big table and all the musical theatre students, like fucking nerds, had to sit elsewhere. The opera students would literally, they, you'd walk in and they'd be like... <laughs> like you t- dickheads, you have, they have to train for as long as a doctor to do what? Sing loudly twice a week. <laughs> musical theatre, you have to do eight shows a week if yeah. you get cast in a West End show. Never have. <laughs> and no one likes opera, do they? I don't think anyone likes No. There's a... Right? I don't think anyone likes... At least musical were... theatre's got a bit of fun, isn't it? Exactly. I, I work with Richard Thomas, yes. who you know from This Morning with Richard Not Judy Times, yep. and he has written opera, and he's written a little song for me to do, which goes... We 
<laughs> Thank you. So, the, the, what? So, were you? Did you want to do stand up before you went there, or was that yeah. it was, that was your, your dream? And always, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like grew up on like stand up on VHS in our house, right? Like memorized it. Like, so, all comedians have got this story, haven't they? Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to do it so much, and I thought, well, there's no way in. I, I didn't. I couldn't figure out a way people started doing it. Yeah, and then I just went, well. Now that I'm going to drama school, I'm going to figure out how you start doing it. It turns out it's very unglamorous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's unglamorous. It's actually quite easy to, 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 <laughs> yeah. to, to start. Yeah. You're not going to get paid, but you can like, always do gigs, which it. is, you know, the difference between stand-up and musical theatre. <laughs> yeah. You can't really just turn up and do a musical theatre. No, on... no. I might give it a go. Yeah. I mean, you could. I, mean, I did it tonight. <laughs> you did. I mean, you're very, you're very inventive. I was, I, was, I was reading about your first... Edinburgh show, which sounds, um, <laughs> I mean, like it's a very bold first show by yeah. the sounds of things. Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't realise it was at the time. So my first Edinburgh show is nine years ago. Um, I, re- <laughs> I really wanted to be the Elphaba, the green witch in Wicked, right? But I couldn't get an audition for it. So I went, I know, I'll write an sh- Edinburgh show where I just sing songs from it. <laughs> and I'll call it Defying Gravity, which is the famous song from Wicked. And... Uh, my material for my first ever Edinburgh show, I didn't realise that you can just do your greatest hits. Yeah. In, like your stand-up best few 20-minute sets, bodge them together. So I went, I'll do the show. I'll read out a 7,500-word email my dad sent to my mum, which made her leave him the next day. I'll read, <laughs> I'll read that out and then cut it up with... The songs from Weird. Okay. So that was my first Edinburgh show. Yeah, Can you believe I don't have TV appeal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sort of is an amazing. I mean, it was a successful show, right? It did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. You know, it's uh, it is a it is a proper Edinburgh Fringe show because it's yeah. you know it's a it is mishmashing things together and doing something. I mean, it's quite intensely personal. I think you know. Yeah, did you yeah. anticipate? People I mean, was, get crying. Right. <laughs> They laughed I mean, as well. well. It's because it's a big deal because you, you know you're you're estranged from your yeah. dad as well. So like it's yeah. quite, you know is that he I mean, threatened I've... legal action, right? But what's he going to do? Uh, Go? I didn't write that. <laughs> he, <laughs> he did. Not the song. I mean, from it's Wicked. quite a bold move to do that and quite, you know, to use something so personal, I suppose. And yeah, you no, know, that it's not that person that someone else has written. It's quite. It's quite. It's but also that's. I mean, as a father, it right. makes me feel queasy. <laughs> Because I think, oh my god, what if my daughter doesn't like me when she grows up and a does an Edinburgh show about me? I wouldn't be surprised about that. But <laughs> have I, you I ever written like... <laughs> seven and a half thousand words to your wife not on an yet, iPhone? Though, not not telling, yet. Telling her why your daughter is a nightmare. <laughs> I have not. So I hope I'll well, never do that. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's that, but that's you know, it is an that's an intensely personal thing to do. I mean, yeah. and so it's. You know, that's a, it's a bold decision, I think. Yeah, but I show. thought no one would see it as right. well. I thought yeah. it was the first Edinburgh show, I have no profile. Yeah. There'll be, like, it's 21 shows across the month. If 10 people a day come, that's, like, 210 people. Yeah. It's, it's not, this isn't going to be a big deal. And it wasn't, like, a massive deal or anything, but, like, quite a lot of people came to six. People really, like, wicked. And then they <laughs> sat down, like, ah, and I'm there going... The first time my dad said he hated me. <laughs> yeah, but they liked it. yeah. I, yeah, and it's, I guess it's 
creating comedy out of something conflicting and unpleasant, yes. which is what comedy exactly. has to do. And I guess, yeah. it, again, it will resonate with, you know, family, really family, family yeah. relationships are difficult things. Mm-hmm. And as horrible as that sounds, yeah. <laughs> I think comedy is the, is the way to go with it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, or just... You know. It was amazing how many people would come up afterwards and go, thank you for that. My mother had the same relationship with her and, like, different people come up and say they were estranged from family members. Yeah. And um, they were all right. <laughs> the important thing was I was right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, well, I, you know, I, I got to know you, I think, like probably a lot of people did via Twitter and stuff. I mean, I yeah. can't quite... Uh, you've, you know, you've been a big presence on social media. A lot of the things I've, we've done, you know, you did YouTube a lot and you yeah. did Twitter a lot and I used those things and you moved on to Twitch as I did. So mm. we've well, gone through sort of similar... Uh, journeys, I suppose, over the last sort of decade. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have you have always been a big user of Twitter, both to yeah. de- to demonstrate what you do, and also you're you know you're quite feisty on there. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, if people don't know me, like come on Twitter as it burns to crumble. It's like the last days of Saigon on there currently. But but like and have a look and then decide whether you want to tell me that I don't. I don't even like that thing you just said you liked. Because I will be a cunt about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's always surprising, you know, and I think all comedians get this to an extent. I think that female comedians get it a little bit worse and a bit harder and, <laughs> and a bit more scarily and disgustingly than male comedians do. But, you know, people come and have a go at a comedian and expect, I don't know what they... A, they come at you with something that, you know, you've heard about yourself. Someone, yeah. someone did one. It's, it's said to me, "You've got small man syndrome." I went, "Well, I don't." And also, even if I did, I wouldn't. You know, that's why not, are you telling me this? Not, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. get there. So you know, they're not yeah. going to get you. I don't think. Yeah, people you, said people. I've had people send me bad reviews right. of like an Edinburgh show. I like they'll send like a two star review. They'll go, "Oh, Sue, sorry about this." Right. And what they mean is, they want me to then go. Oh, and that and that's their way in for me to go like, oh yeah, how annoying, right? And then we have a joke about it, and I'll just go, why have you sent me this? I don't want to see this. And then they'll get really hurt about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is not a recent thing, is but a couple of people have did it like years ago, and they couldn't understand why I was like, why have you sent me this? Oh. Oh well, I oh I thought comedians were meant to be able to take criticism. Then they like double down on it, yeah. and and they get really defensive, which I understand because it's not very nice to think like you're going to go up to someone that you like and they go, I don't want to hear this thing you've said. Yeah. But equally, they could just go, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Did yeah. you have it the other day? Yeah. Someone just, you went, don't say that about, they'd been like crude. Yeah. And you just went, don't say that, that's a bit out of order. Yeah. And then they were like, well, you've always been a cunt. Yeah, that's exactly like, well, the same guy. Oh, nice one, mate. We're really on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. They, yeah, they think, yeah, I think they think uh, that, yeah, you're exactly what you say. They, they, there's an over-familiarity, which I suppose yeah. social, social media brings Parasocial. and you think, and you think, and so, you know, you sometimes have it in real life you're yeah. in a bar and a drunk person will come and think the way to enter this conversation is to be incredibly rude. Yeah, like, oh, uh, comedians then, love this. Yeah. Love so, yeah, that's, that's not the way. I mean, he was actually being rude about one of my guests. Yeah. So I said, you know, I just said, yeah. And he, he, was, he was the guy, he said, I'm a massive fan of yours. And then just every single te- thing he sent me just kept on saying small man syndrome and blah, 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 and this and that. And that. So you go, yeah, God, I wonder what you'd be like if you didn't like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be terrible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but, you know, they, but people don't want to admit they've, they've made mistakes. I mean, no. you know, in a way, that's just a fly to flick away. But I mean, it's, yeah, definitely. But I think it's, I think it's, 
you know, it's admirable the way you, you that you respond to it all. You know, I think some a lot of people shy away from uh, shy away from social media altogether and shy, oh, yeah. shy away from responding. And maybe yeah. I don't. I respond to loads of people. Yeah, I yeah. think maybe it's a mistake. Oh, but, but. I think it is. I, the thing that I try definitely not to do, you see a lot of people do this, they'll just keep responding, keep responding. I yeah. try, if like someone's really annoying, try and only respond once. Yeah. And then you can just mute them, you can block them, and then just let go. Because otherwise, it does get to the point, I'm very aware of the time years and years and years ago, like maybe 2009, Noel Fielding called out someone who said he was shit. It right. was like, get him, get him. Yeah, yeah. And all his fans descended on this person. And then Noel Fielding was kind of like, oh... Oh shit! It's suddenly like oh, I've been a bully, and yeah, I've yeah. I've always been very aware of that, and like I don't want that to happen yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's someone like who's shown up to, to like be an anti-Semite or something. Then I'm like, get him, get him. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, I mean, this is the problem with the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, there you go. <laughs> it <laughs> with is. everything going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you've you know equally you're using you know you've you've had a, so many different characters you've like had on 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 social media and on YouTube. Uh, you also kind of told these amazing stories about yourself, uh, the, 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 the Christina so, Aguilera look. Yeah, it was the first thing that really took thing. off was because I was a Christina Aguilera tribute act in Iron Apple. It was my first ever job, when I, first ever uh, performing job in 2007. I was 22 and I did a whole thread about what it was like working in that. And I uh, sort of, my following went up by 20,000 in a right. day from that and then I was like well I've done loads of fucking shit jobs so then I told like <laughs> other ones and people loved it people loved hearing the like really mundane to me quite mundane stories this is what it was like working at McDonald's when yeah. I was 16 and you do a thread about it and people are like oh, that was brilliant um, so yeah it was but that was when Twitter was still good <laughs> but it now was... it's videos like yeah. that sort of works but now nothing works Twitter's dying <laughs> this, this comes out in like five months from yeah. now, what is it? October. Yeah, people won't even. I mean, a, it's they'll not be like, called, "What is this?" Twitter? It's not even called Twitter. Not that anyone's no. Gonna, no one's going to call it what it's called. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it is. You know, it's it's amazing. And you know, I think it's. I found it like an incredible tool. Yeah. But I mean, it's sort of weird. You know, I would if if it, if the the payment system had come up and it had been a sort of not such a big deal, I would yeah. happily paid for it because it's absolutely. But like, if you're paying yeah. for it. To, I said this to you backstage, but if you're paying it to, you're only going to go to the people who are paying for it, who are all dicks. Yeah, exactly. And so you don't, you don't want, you don't want to be paying to be promoted. To, you know, they're not going to like our stuff. Is the people? No, they the really system. don't like yeah. my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a shame, but some yeah. other things come along, and you know, like yeah. like moving out. You, know, you do a lot of podcasts. You do, you know, you you do your characters in lots of different places, um, and so you know, the, the, you don't absolutely need it, but it is. It does remind me of the glory days. I mean, you know, and the, when I was doing the International Women's Day thing, yes. you know, that couldn't happen now. It wouldn't, no. it wouldn't, there'd be too many people to reply to because that'd be yeah. the only, they're the only people left on Twitter. But, yeah. but also, you know, I think the, it was, you know, it was a, it was a generated positive yeah. experience, you know, mm-hmm. I think. And, it, and I can't see, it's such a shame, you know, it's a shame because you could raise money for charities and for projects and, you know, it was, it was incredible. I don't know how he's, how Elon Musk has made it so bad. People go, oh, he's doing it on purpose. This is a strategy. I'm like, no, yeah. he is just this shit at running a website. He can't do it. He's so bad at it that it's 
like, it's like smears of feces. And he's going, huh? Look, I did that. And you're like, well, congrats, it stinks. He's like, well, that's pissing off all the right people. It's like, no shit stinks. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> never mind. There we go. Never mind. Uh, let's talk about your podcast. So you, do you, you do a podcast called Mystery on the Rocks? Yeah, yeah. What, what's, what, tell us about so, that. So Mystery on the Rocks um, was sort of the summer of 2018, um, Chris Stokes and Masood Milas, uh, who loves number blocks, um, they, they were going to do a podcast where they drank cocktails and solved, like, true crime mysteries. And then they asked if I wanted to be on it as well, so it wasn't just two guys. And then we started recording it, and then Drunk Women Solving Crime was immediately announced, and we didn't release any for, like, four months. And then we just had loads of people going, you fucking thieves and cheats you've stolen this idea we were like no it started at the same time but luckily we've been way less successful <laughs> than drunk women solving crime so i don't think anyone like it's just not a threat just no, no threat <laughs> no it's a different thing but it's yeah it is it, but yeah, it's weird you know it's the podcasts, weird the way yeah. that something like that can that two people can come up with the yeah. you know, a similar idea yeah. you wouldn't really necessarily put i can see people think let's do a podcast drunk and a yeah. few people only oh, no, there's been a few that are bad, but but like yeah it's sort of it's sort of a weird coincidence but yeah, uh, yeah but that's that's the world of podcasts it is you know? yeah yeah and it sort of doesn't matter you know this I think there might be another podcast where a comedian just talks to other comedians <laughs> um, and it'll never work you know, come on it's hard to work out <laughs> but, uh, you know it's it's about who's doing it as well isn't it so and, yeah, and do, you, do you still do the queen the, the queen the podcast, pod the is actually no more yeah right. I was it started in lockdown we actually it, we set it up just before lockdown, then had to do the whole thing over Zoom during right. lockdown. It's the official Queen podcast, the band, not the lady. Um, and that was with, like, John Robbins um, and a guy called Simon who was Queen's official documentarian and another guy called Rohan. Just, and we would talk about Queen albums track by track, but then it got to the point, everything opened up again. Me and John Robbins got too busy. He definitely got too busy. <laughs> and I kind of got too busy. Um, and, uh, yeah, we could, just couldn't really do it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, Queen Pod is, is no more. We, we got to the 80s and then stopped. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> almost, al- almost what happened. <laughs> <laughs> According to the movie... <laughs> yeah? According to the movie, yeah. the Live Aid happened in 1985. Freddie Mercury did a stage freeze... And then there's just a paragraph that's like, Freddie Mercury died six years after this. <laughs> now let's find out what happened to Brian May. Uh, <laughs> a long time. Um, <laughs> so look, tell us, with all the, with all the characters, like how do, I mean, they, yeah. it's, it's lovely and homemade and you've got a box of wigs. Yeah. You've got a lot of wigs. It's a big drawer under okay, the bed. It's, yeah. And, got a divan. And it's quite responsive. To, it's quite responsive to the news. So you've yes. done you've done a lot. I mean, you've, there's a lot of political ones you do. You do. Yeah. You know, you've done Nadine Doris and uh, Liz Truss. Yeah. Um, and uh, recently, you've done the uh, more Pen- Penny Mordaunt. You've done. Yeah, the, I did a Penny Mordaunt. Um, her. Did you see her insane speech? This is such old news for yeah. this podcast. <laughs> but she did her speech. She'll have done me. another one by now. Don't worry. <laughs> That's She's true. probably the leader of the Conservative Party. She probably party is. Now. Yeah. She's like. Did you know? Right. So um, when Hitler was like. The, in the bunker and like they'd had no chance of winning the war for about six months by the time he killed himself in the bunker and while that was happening it was um himmler and goebbels were having a big massive row in the corridor about who'd now get to be leader it's like guys even hitler's given up just, <laughs> but that, that's like penny morden that she'll be like goebbels or himmler going no let me let me run this absolutely they'll be like 
ATMPs left. And she'll go, I'll lead us. And they'll be like, oh. um, it's just like bits of sick. Um, yeah, no, I did a Penny Mordant video. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you just sang her actual yeah, speech? Yeah, I, I just got um, a transcript of her speech and, and sang it because it was like, because the speech was her going, stand up and fight. We're sta- but, but no specifics. And yeah. it was literally like, are you telling me to write it? So it sounded like the sort of thing that should be like, stand up and fight. Uh, so I did the whole thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like the US national anthem gets done. At, uh, <laughs> 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 No, but it's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's lots. They're lots of fun, and they you know they do they do react off the off the news very very well, and you know, Thank and you. I think it is. It, but it, you know, it's sort of in a way those characters. I mean, all of those characters are so insane. It does it does lend yeah. its, its itself to comedy, but almost it's quite difficult to to go beyond what they are. Right? Well, yeah, they're, to they're parody so Nadine Dorries. Yeah. it's. <laughs> It is quite hard. But the, the great thing about her is she has no filter. So Nadine Dorries, literally, she's the only politician. If you ever watch her interviewed, she's the only one who they'll ask her a question and she just dives straight in with an answer. She doesn't deflect, nothing. She's like, I'll give you an answer, here you go. And she says, she says she'll, like, she'll go in any direction with it, but she thinks she's directly answering their question. She's like, no, I'll, she's not one of the politicians who's like, yeah, I'll deflect, I'll deflect. Yeah. She, like, so she must be a dream for a journalist. <laughs> oh, other than the time, because the first video I did as Nadine Dorries, was, it was Charlie State on BBC. I think Johnson, like, disappeared. And she, they, he went, have you spoken to the Prime Minister? And she was like, why are you asking me that? It was like, well, you're one of his main... He was like, well, have you? She was like... Get a weird question, why not? And they, I think he said, well, has he... Do you, can you give me the gist of how he's feeling? And she was like, he's okay. It was, it was brilliant. And yeah. then I went, right, where's a, I've got five pounds, I'm going to buy a wig. <laughs> but if you write these things really quickly yeah. and put it straight out, people don't care how good it is. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it, is, it, the, it is what it is, you know, and I think it, 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 that's, the, that's the joy of it in a way that, it, that you know it's, it's out so quickly that, that you know, yeah. you don't go, oh, the production values of this <laughs> are not what I expect from Downton Abbey. <laughs> Uh, you go. This is you know part of the fun of it is it's you know and you're not trying you're not trying to do like a direct impression or you know no. not well not look like the person exactly no you know, no you're no you yeah. a flavour of the person because there, there's there's um uh, uh she's brilliant she's called Noreen Skinner she did loads yeah. of Liz Trust videos at the same time as I was doing my Liz Trust videos oh about forty four days worth of them um, yeah. and people will be like well your impression's shit compared to Noreen Skinner I was like I'm not really doing an impression yeah i'm trying to write something and get it out within an hour it's like a speed test yeah. more than trying to do something good <laughs> well that's a bit what penny morden's speech felt right? like to be honest she wrote that in a that's <laughs> chat gpt was, wasn't it i think it? she was making up as you went along i mean if the, yeah. if the, but i was talking because we obviously both did especially over lockdown we both did a lot of twitch loads stuff. of twitch yeah and it was, which and is it, instant yeah like it's, it's instant live. and yeah. imp, and right improvised right i mean yeah. i just was wasn't writing anything you weren't writing yours no i would I mean, write two hours yeah, and then go on down. and just nah just that was just funny stuff no so you know but at that time where there was that two years you know year or so off yeah. from actually performing live yeah. and go i just found it like really fascinating for myself to go 
I saw a few, you know, I saw people like Bill Allen, uh, yeah. Stevie Martin doing these shows where they were, impro- you know, you'd go on and you'd improvise entirely yeah. with them. You go, oh, so this is possible. And yeah. then once you've done that and then you return to live work, mm. I've found it's completely changed the way I do stand-up. There's Definitely, nothing... yeah. Uh, my, so my Edinburgh show that I've just, um, just done <laughs> eight months ago um, was the, that was the, that had the most influence from Twitch, I would yeah. say, on it. Because when you're doing Twitch, you can, you can do anything. You can, you can go in any direction and that you can see very clearly when the chat is on board and when it's not quite as on board. Yeah. And you, you get an instinct for it in the end. And I felt like with my show this year, I could be the most free I'd been with a stand-up show. And so I was like, thanks, Twitch. Yeah. Not that I think COVID was good. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, it was, it was interesting to have a break and, you know, like forget about all the other stuff that wasn't Absolutely, so nice. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, have a break and to rethink and also, you know, I, I found it like creatively, creatively, you know, like, uh, what's that word? Uh, I've lost creatively. the Creatively. I found it creatively. Good. <laughs> good. good. It good. was all, it was good, yeah. Yeah, so I did. That's, that's <laughs> worked, it worked well for me. So, yeah, so you've, you've done a lot of Edinburgh shows and I haven't seen uh, your... Any. I haven't seen any of your shows. <laughs> I've seen your, right. I've seen your stuff online, but there's a lot of... Video game going yeah. through it. So you've done PlayStation 1 to Mega Drive. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I started doing... Because it's always been like personal, like yeah. personal stuff. And um, in about 2017, I started just revisiting being a teenager. Like, And it kept happening. I kept revisiting that for every show. And then in 2018, 19, and then there was a break. And then 2022 and this year has been just like... Because video games were such a big part of my childhood. Right. So I could build a show around the, this retro gaming. But that, again, you can go in any direction with that. Yeah. There's probably like 15 minutes of gaming content in each of those shows, even though one of them was basically all about Sonic. Um, and then, but the rest, you can, you can link it up to that. That's stand-up, isn't it? Like, it is. Here's my yeah. show about heartbreak. Uh, some of it might not be about heartbreak. And everyone's like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so, but it... it it's been like a good starting point for all those shows. I yeah. don't think the next one will be about that. Okay. Um, although there will be. There will just be video game stuff because I think retro games are really funny. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I, I think like you I, I, you, know, I stopped really playing video games in the last millennium. Yeah. Uh, Didn't so, like when they went 3D. I've got no sense of direction. Yeah. I, well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think in three dimensions because <laughs> I can't picture anything. Oh... Is that no, a thing? Is that like, because I, I can't either. Yeah. I can't like. Aphantasia. I don't, mean, I don't like to mention it. Um, <laughs> so I, I barely talk about it. Uh, it's my great disability. <laughs> but I generally, I can't spin things around it because I can't see them. So I can't, I can't, I was very yeah. good at all logic puzzles apart from ones where you had to take an object and turn it around. I couldn't do, ever do those. I can't do that either. No. Yeah. Wait, or, I, or really drive a car. Um, can't drive. No, I can't really. Well, like, before, Can sat, before SatNav came out, I was, talk- I was talking about this. We had this terrible journey on uh, uh, five months ago on Saturday, uh, where we, we went to, you know, we went to, we managed, the Saturn have managed to find us a way through, and we never would have done it without it. Oh, but, but yeah. I, you know, but like yeah. before Saturn, I would just get lost, and then Same. and then I wouldn't know how to get. Anywhere. I I got lost. This is like 2006, I think, just before I got Saturn, and I found a pigeon on the road. And I was like, oh, no. I put it in a box and I had to drive it to a sanctuary. And I, had a, I just had the, you know, you go on AA route, route yeah. thing online, print out the instructions. I drove around for four hours <laughs> with this fucking pigeon to find somewhere eight miles from my house. Right. At one point, I was just in a lane crying. 
ringing my then boyfriend going, I don't know where I am. And he was going, well, how, how can I help you? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Terror, is that embarrassing? But because I couldn't picture anything. Did the, did the pigeon die? It was dead by then. Yeah. No, it was, <laughs> it was, it was right. fine. It's still alive. Oh. It's gone on to have a great career. Oh, <laughs> no, it lived. They, I took it in. I was like, oh, I'm so glad I found it. It was Carla Lane's place. I said, I'm so glad I found you. Will he be all right? And they looked in the box and they just went, yeah, like that. So probably could have left it in the road. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> just flew away. <laughs> flew away, went right back it to It had fallen house. out of the yeah. nest. It yeah. wasn't like, it was all like, uh, and yeah. broken its neck. <laughs> Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. We've got a good story. We've got a good story. Anecdote. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. Okay. Uh, Is that a we, bad sign? I no, can't it's a remember. good sign because I haven't done any uh, for a long time. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, people, will, people will riot if they don't hear any <laughs> okay. emergency Okay, oh, I see, okay. Fine. Um, I'm going to ask you this emergency question. That, that's what the notebook looks yeah, like. This that's is, exciting. This is, um, this is one that AI created, I thought, but then I realised it's in one of my books. <laughs> AI just copied it out of one of my books. Oh, no. Uh, more or less. What is the most ludicrous thing you've ever done in the name of love? Oh, my God. I think there's going to be a lot of answers. This yeah, question. I'm like, don't make me choose. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Oh. Um, it, I, was in a, I was in a relationship with someone I loved very much um, about, it's about 10 years ago, and he did not feel the same, and I sensed him slipping away. <laughs> and what he loved was Game of Thrones. Right. And I thought, oh, God, he's about to break up with me. And Series 3 was about to start, so I went, I know, I will binge the whole first two series of Game of Thrones in a day and then ring him and go, guess what I did? So I, I did, I look, it took like 23 hours or something, but I just sat there like that and I hated it. I, I just, I fucking couldn't stand this show. And then I rang him, I was like, guess who just spent an entire day watching Game, Game of Thrones? I had to ring several times before he finally answered like, hello, which was his voice. And um, I said, I just watched all of the first two seasons of Game of Thrones. And he was like, all right, can you meet me at such and such at at Euston tomorrow? I was like, yeah. And I went there like, he can't possibly break up with me now. I've watched. Anyway, he did. And I was like, what a waste of a day. And then I wasted 10 years. (laughs) So I was being sad about it. Uh And do you know what I did? 
I came to see this podcast about three months after the breakup. I was so sad. I went, I oh, know, I'll go and see Richard Herring's podcast. It cheered me right up. And your, your guest was Russell Brand. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it cheered me right up. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> good, a good episode. <laughs> is it, is, have you taken it off? You can we, cut we it have, We have taken it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were looking for love at that point... The thing, uh... Don't know if I'd have found it there, do no. you? I was, I was, I came to watch it with my mum. Imagine right. the story. <laughs> she, she's here tonight. Where are you? Where are you? Well, that Look, was if a... you, if you, as she's waving, she looks like um, if Princess Diana had lived. <laughs> and whenever I say anything, that's the face she does. She's like... <laughs> Good. Right, that's good. Um, let's, um, we'll try, we'll try another. Who, Let me see what do, else. Are you having a nice night, Mum? Yeah. yeah. Is it all right all so right. far? Now, yeah. now I know you're in, I won't ask some of the questions. Yeah, no, do, no, do. Because uh, she'll do Princess Diana Do post. you take it, do you take it up? No. I, 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 um, I, no. Do you think it's cheating for someone to be wanked off by someone with a robotic hand? <laughs> What do, you, what do you think, Susie's mum? Mum, do you, mom, think, do you think it's cheating if Richard gets wanked off by a robot hand? I'm married and I love my wife. It's just like, you know, using a vibrator or something, isn't it? It's not that... It is. Yeah. Oh, it's cheating. Mum, you married Dad, come on. Did you? You don't know anything. <laughs> OK, if Susie's mum says it's cheating, I won't do it. <laughs> I think... I think... I, what what I if would... you just take the hand off and it's not attached to anyone? <laughs> But it's still robot. It can still move like a robot. Because then but you, it's just... you could use the, the the other end, which attaches, couldn't you? And it would maybe attach to all your nerves. Yeah, I could stick it. Just I could stick it in, in to my stomach, and then <laughs> and then just, just lean. <laughs> the coolest way. Yeah, hands on my head, and the it's still working on. Because that's the coolest thing a guy can do <laughs> when he's having it done. It's very lazy. No, you can't just start shouting out. <laughs> um, I would worry yeah. if I, like, if if you did it, yeah. would you worry that what if it's the best thing ever? Yeah. So even if you don't I feel mean, guilty, I... you just will never feel sated again. What yeah. if... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 56. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very hard, to, isn't it, David? It's hard to get any pleasure out of sex, isn't it? It's hard. It's... What... They don't tell you the the. the the, 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 you know, the orgasm, the, inten- yeah. the intensity diminishes as you get older as a man. I don't really? think that's, that's true. I think it goes up as a woman, doesn't it? I, well, I don't know, really. I was single for ten years, so just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, my mum's here. <laughs> Didn't you have a robotic hand <laughs> uh, to help you out? Um, all right, let's see. If you could go into a chrysalis, like a caterpillar would, yeah. to dissolve and come out as anything, but you Yeah, can... they turn to soup, don't they? Yeah, they turn to soup and then they turn into butterflies, which is cool. Yeah. But you can choose what you come out of the chrysalis as. What would you like Ooh. to emerge from the chrysalis? Um, uh, me, but 5'10". Right, yeah, that's... that's me, but 5'10", because I secretly... Shush, don't tell no one, this is my secret. I secretly think that if I was 5'10", like, my life would have been amazing. <laughs> I'm 5'1", well, by the way. It's not like, oh, I'm 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> I've got small man syndrome, so I obviously... Oh, I, obviously I, I, would, I would like to be tall. I mean, yeah. all I would like is my... If my legs were, were like, four inches longer, 
Then I yeah. could just buy jeans that fit. It. Nothing else has to Are change. Are you long torso, shorter legs? Yeah, I've got very short legs. I'm the opposite build. I'm, I've got long... Look at my arms. They're too long yeah. for my body. That's, That's a good it, thing. And right? it's silly at this height, though. What? No, it's not. Long limbs is a, is a great thing. Really? <laughs> I mean, not, you know, not twice as long as... My, lo- my arms are twice as long as my <laughs> whole body. She's, she can touch my George backstage. My arms and backstage. legs are, like, too long for my body. No, I don't think so. Thanks. I don't think so. I no. think your arms and legs are the perfect length, oh, too. They are. Look at my tiny, look at my tiny hands. We were <laughs> talking hands. about it backstage. <laughs> um, we talked about that. We've talked about it. Right, what, we'll do one more. Okay. And then I'm gonna. Then I want to ask you about. Oh no! Then I want to ask you about. Ooh. Oh, uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm I know what that ooh. means now that I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what I've got for you. Sorry, um, I'm being all hyper because I'm tired. It's all right. This uh, that is always the best. And I'm, it's and I'm the nine. Best. <laughs> it's always best. Um, uh, <sighs> want to get a good one. Oh, do you, uh, school sport, how are school sports days for you? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know about I you. I want to tell you something. Yeah. I was like, you know when you, the, the weirdest kid in your class? Yeah. And, you, and people are like, oh, that was me. Yeah. But I was really good at sport. Were you? So it was genuinely like, what a shit personality. Um, <laughs> I was uh, like a cracking high jumper. Were you? Yeah. I had but you're real, so tiny. Was I was it too of your- short. Massive limbs. Yeah, I guess so. But I had, like, like real, balls. like, genuine natural ability. Right. But my PE teacher went, there's no point pursuing this. Because when you come up against the tall girls, you've also got good technique. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm 13. I wasn't thinking of, like, being a professional <laughs> high jumper. But I was like, I could beat just about anyone in my school at high jump. Wow. Wee! <laughs> you, be able, and you can't be a comedian if you're good at sport. There are a few. I know, there right? Are few, there are a few, aren't there? I suppose there's a few footballers. Bradley Walsh was a footballer. Was he? Yeah. That's cool. He was a professional footballer. There's a few. Uh, one of the, a few me of and them. him were the jocks of comedy. Yeah. That's it. Beat, beat <laughs> I was, but I was good. I'm a good runner. Um, tell you what, though, I tried to be a gymnast. Right. I decided when I was 11, I saw gymnastics. See, they had Lanter Olympics on TV. I went, oh, I want to do that and win yeah. an Olympic medal. And I told my mum, and she went, I, you're definitely too old to start gymnastics. So I went, ha not if I put my mind to it. So she <laughs> let me join a gymnastics club, and I kept at it till I was 16. But I was like, fucking dog shit. And not even for someone who'd started at 11. I was bad. I was so bad at gymnastics, but I really kept at it for five years. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'll go on MSN Messenger instead. <laughs> It's nice to hear stories like that because you hear, and on this podcast I've had a lot of them, you hear stories of people who have, you know, impossible dreams yeah. and they say, I'm going to put my mind to it and they achieve it. Yeah, no. Well, you hardly ever hear what happens all the fucking time, which is people going, I'm going to put my mind to this. <laughs> oh, I'm st- no, I can't do it. because I'm an, I, I, I'm an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put my mind to becoming the king of England. Yeah. You, how would you do it? How would I become king of England? I think you've dream? got to murder a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's quite or simple. split up Charles and Camilla. Yeah. And marry her. Marry Camilla. Yeah. And then I hope they go, <laughs> they don't notice <laughs> that she's got a different husband. I think if they split up, I think Charles will stay being king. I don't think they'll go, oh, well. I don't know. I haven't seen the pa- prenup. <laughs> it passes in the divorce. It probably didn't put it in the prenup, so, you know, she she's, might be And they to... both... Can, they both have got divorced before. We've, it's yeah. happened, so it might happen again. I mean, she's cheeky. I could marry Charles. You could marry Charles. Yeah. I think Camilla's cheeky enough to give it a go. She's yeah. got away with a lot, Camilla. And she I, has. I, and I, she? Like, she started calling herself 
the Queen yeah. much too soon. And she said, and they went around going, and by the way, uh, the, the, the OG Queen, the first ever Queen, she liked this. She, they said, didn't they? They were yeah. like, and we spoke to Her Majesty and she said she really wanted Camilla to be Queen and we never heard from <laughs> Elizabeth II. We who, who I, I, did, I didn't like her. I didn't, I didn't like the Queen. Wow. I think, like, she had no personality. Wow. And no one would talk about it. <laughs> She, she was like, a dog shit actress as well, apparently. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Bond. That's, <laughs> crap. that sucked. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm a better actor than the Queen. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. One, three is three. Two, three <laughs> yeah, she couldn't have done that. Queen couldn't have done that. She could not have done that. I did it in a Northern accent as well. It's amazing. Good. Well, look, we've got some good, we've got some good stuff. As you know. We've got some good stuff there. Yeah, Thank sorry. you for that. That's the, you, we might come back to some more emergency questions, but I do. Want to ask you? I mean, my my fans are very into Doctor Who, and you have landed yeah. an amazing <laughs> sort of role within the Doctor Who. You, within, I mean, it's throughout adjacent the to the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's throughout everything, isn't it? It's like every yeah. medium that you can do Doctor Who in, you're in. But yeah, apart from the show, because <laughs> 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 people go, "When is it airing?" I'm like, "It's all out already." They're like, "Oh, so." What? Huh? Are you, where, where can I see it? I'm like, you can hear it. Um, right, so, do you want to know how I got it? Yes. Because of the Nadine Dorries videos. Oh, uh, was it? <laughs> yeah, BBC Studios like, and Russell T Davis liked them. Amazing. And they had written this character called Doom, who was going to be in a multi-platform Doctor Who spin-off. So it's like 24 hours in the life of Doom is the universe's greatest assassin and they decided I should play her. So, and, and literally, I did a photo shoot and a few little film bits um, on one day and then a few days of audio recordings. And out of that, they built a video game. Uh, two video games, I think. Several comics. There's a novel that I didn't write. Um, there's audio dramas, audio books. And it's really expansive. And I thought... I just assumed this isn't a big thing because I didn't even have to audition for it. But it it's, turns out it's massive. And right. um, the people who like it really like it. And the people who hate it, well, they sure do keep their feelings hidden on the internet. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't go into a bigger can of worms than the Doctor. Oh. I mean, the Doctor Who... I, I, I tell you what, I don't fight with them. No. There's been a few... Actually, there's, I did fight. Some of them went, Who, whose dick did she suck to get this job? And I quote tweeted him and said, Oh, darling, not with my knees. <laughs> and then I replied to that and I was like, JK, JK, my knees are fine. I got the job through talent. So <laughs> I sure showed them. <laughs> yeah. I'd have said K9. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's better, see? Yeah. Have you done a Doctor Who thing? I've been in an audio adventure. You in Big Finish? I, I, yes, I played, yeah. this, I played someone who was killed by a Cyberman. I had my head ah, crushed by a Cyberman. Yeah. Uh, yeah? They can bring you back. Yeah, I don't know. It was a, You know, I really thought about what it would be like to have my head crushed by a Cyberman. <laughs> and I really think I got it perfect. Do you think you were a better actor than the Queen? I think I am. <laughs> they didn't ask me to retake anything. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't think they just went, on. that's fine, and you're still going, I've got another way I'm, I can do Come on, let me do this again. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stuart was in it as well, but he, oh, got yeah. turned, he got turned into a Cyberman, but I got really? turned into a Cyberman. I think so. Anyone oh. know? Anyone listen to it? It was a long time ago. Same episode. Yeah, so we, 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 were, we were space plumbers. 
And uh, as all well, I remember, Lario and <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> and so, will yeah. anything happen beyond for Doom? Beyond it seems like a good, you know I've seen the the, the I character. I don't know because good. I'm like, I'm not used to the Doctor Who fandom yeah. in any way. I've never mixed with them, and from the way it's been received, as far as I'm concerned. I'm the shittest actor who has ever lived <laughs> and the ugliest. So I assume no. But I've had numerous Doctor Who fans go, no, no, this is normal and it's been very well received. <laughs> I assume they're just being kind. So I don't know. If they, they want to put me in the show, that would be nice because I do want to buy a flat. Yes, that would be nice. <laughs> and yes, don't, I mean, the Doctor, they're very, you know, the, these are... And I, I, I absolutely love Doctor Who fans, yeah. I have to tell you. I love I've, them. I've, so I think many they, that have come to my show, they're just lovely, so nice. What I yeah. like about them is they're apps, they love something. Yeah. And there's absolutely no sense of, like, sh- the shame they should feel. <laughs> but, and I, um, that's the way I am. I would be ashamed to go, I love something this much that's this, you know, yeah. I'm a grown adult <laughs> and it's not for me. Uh, but there's lots of things that I like like that, but I would be too ashamed to say it. So, so, and I love the fact it's just, you know, they're just uncritically, I mean, not uncritically, no, they're very no, critically no, no, no. Yeah, into no. the thing they like. But, you know, they... They take, love it, and some of them hate everything seriously. about it. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> and they do, and they, a, lot, a lot of them don't like any of the new stuff. And, yeah. You know, we have Mark Gatiss on, uh, and he said, you know, like... He, the he people must go get a lot of shit yeah. from people, yeah. So, but I like, I love EastEnders, and I haven't missed an episode since 1994... And I can't imagine just being there going like, I hate that about it and I fucking hate that about it and it hasn't been good since 1986 and I hate... Like, I can't imagine that. When, no. when, I, when there's an episode of EastEnders that might not be that good, it's never happened. But when that happens, I would just be like, oh, will it be another one on tomorrow or Monday if I'm having to wait several days? Yeah. But it's a fan thing and I get, I get it and, you know, and, fa- and it's... It's partly wanting to show that you like the thing before. Yeah. And it's partly showing, you know, I like, you know, De- Do- Doctor Who now, objectively, is better than it was for most of <laughs> when the it was 60s all and 70s. It just yeah. objectively is way better. Yeah. Uh, and so, but some people will go, I want it to be like that. And that's fine. Right. You know, it's fine. I mean, it isn't really objective, but it, I'm right. Uh, and I'll fight anyone who says it isn't because I love, <laughs> do- I fucking love Doctor Who. <laughs> But I like the Doctor Who of now. So, yeah, I mean, you know, but you know what it's like, and it's sort of, it's just, I, I don't know when we as a species are going to get over the fact that, you know, pe- people like things and don't like things. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter whether... No. And as a comedian, it doesn't matter, you know, like, pe- I think people come to you as a comedian and think, I don't think you're funny, and you go... Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no. And oh, what? Are you not going to come to my shows? Oh, that's terrible. As you hate me, like yeah. You know, like, I like, don't want we, you there. We don't want. Ev- we know that everyone doesn't find us funny. Yeah. We don't want everyone to find us funny because that would be awful. Yeah. And it would mean we were awful. Yeah. Uh, and it would be weird. Very strange. Uh, <laughs> so, so like one person telling you, if everyone, if everyone got together and signed a letter and said, yeah. This is everyone in the world. We want you to know you are not funny. Yeah. Please stop doing it. Yeah. That would be a slightly heartbreaking. Would you still, would you keep doing it? I'd carry it? on going. Yeah, I would. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love doing it. Yeah. I don't want to. I've had, I, I was, I've done like admin jobs. I've worked in bars and yeah. shops. Oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> be a comedian no one likes for money instead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I, 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 no, I know it is worse for, for female comedians, but I always just want to say that. 
Yeah, I, I like, yeah. I, but I, I still love the fact that you engage with it. I really genuinely yeah. do. But I also want to say, fuck them. They don't know. You know, these, <laughs> these are also all the blokes who have a go at you and anyone who says you're unattractive. They absolutely. <laughs> They're not hot. They all, well, they all absolutely want to fuck you. Like, <laughs> every single. I do. One, I say even if I don't one. believe it, I tell them I'm, I'm like this guy. I, I've, I write this so much, like people who come after me and they're like oh my look at her face it looks like a smash crab and I'll, rep- I'll reply like this guy would beg to fuck me and they get so mad they're like no I absolutely want a category to turn by that point I'm like blocked and then they're, they're like ah and then they go I won she blocked me I won like yeah yeah congrats you should turn up at the house and say I would like to have sex with you and see what they yeah. do yeah that's the next move because they will go okay oh, um, sorry okay. my penis doesn't work actually <laughs> Men are horrible, is what I could do. I am one. I know what they're like. I know. I'm, I'm one I of the think... nice ones, and I'm still really fucking horrible. <laughs> it's horrible being attracted to straight men, I have to say, because, yeah. like, I, they, I don't, have you seen what they get up to? <laughs> Some, someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So you don't know, we, don't, we don't know if there'll be any more of doing No idea, future. no. But, like, the, the big Finnish recordings yeah. went really well. And I know this because I was happy with them. I rang mum on the way back from recording with Paul McGann. I was so excited because I love with Nell and I. And I said, mum, I think I did all right on that. And mum said, that's the only time I've ever heard you be happy with anything you've ever done, ever. So I know that well. And they said, we're really happy with this. And I don't think they were lying because normally I go... Well, they said it, but I think we can all tell what the subtext was, which was your shit. Um, so I know that went well. So I think they'd have me back to do big finish stuff. And it was, yeah. I loved it. I loved, I loved doing audio stuff. It's just reading. <laughs> no one tells you that it's just reading. Voiceovers. just I reading. think what's interesting, Susan, about what you've just said as well, is that, um, you know, anyone can criticise us and you and me, but, like, you're, they're never going to be as critical as you are of yourself. That's you're, it. You know, we both, I'm exactly the same. Right. Very occasionally I'll go, Hey, I think I did a good job on that. Yeah. But it's like once every 15 years. So, it's like, <laughs> so, so you know, we're much, we're, anything they can say is not going to be as bad as the stuff that's going on inside Absolutely. our Absolutely. My so. God. Oh, they don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to be, don't want to be around for when I'm alone with my thoughts, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. fuck them is what I'm saying. But, yeah, you know, all right, don't, not but no, like but that. But don't, no, don't no. fuck them, don't no. fuck them. Even I though they want to, have don't. sex with all of them, no, got no, it, thanks, Rich. No, As someone who oh, grew up no. watching you on Sunday mornings, <laughs> I'm willing to take this advice. <laughs> so, but it's great, I've got, uh, great power comes great responsibility, I have to yeah. say. Yeah. It is true. Right, look, to get me out of the embarrassment <laughs> of that, I'm going to I'm gonna go to early emergency questions. These are the crowd Ooh. pleasers. I, and I don't know how you're going to answer this. Usually I've got a clue. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? Right. Okay. I want to preface this with telling you I don't believe in ghosts as in we see the spirits of the dead. However, when I was um, about, I think I was about 16, and I was babysitting for some kids who lived in a, like, a 14th century house, this ancient place, and I was watching TV, and I saw the shadow of a man walk across the room and then... And I just watched this shadow of a man on the wall walk across the room and then go out in the garden and it disappeared into the dark. And I was like, huh. And it wasn't scary at all. But also, I might have been a bit asleep. Yes. (laughs) That is the common theme, I think, in most of these stories. Yeah. But 
because I wasn't scared, maybe it was a ghost. Maybe it was. Because they say they're very calming, don't they? I don't think I've ever heard that. I think they're, I think I, they're they yeah, largely terrifying. People, people do. They say like, and then I saw the face of my mother who had just died no. and it made me feel so calm. I'm like, you were asleep and grieving. <laughs> Good. Well, yeah. I'm glad I'm the I same. I saw the Queen. <laughs> I don't believe in them, but I've seen loads of them. Have so, you? Yeah, so good. I've got, I live in an old house as well. You just, ah. you just, you just, you just see them uh, when, around, don't you? Yeah, um, you just see them around. Uh, but you don't believe in them. I don't believe So them. you're always asleep what, yeah. when you see them. <laughs> I've always been asleep. Uh, there's another question I rarely ask. Has your sibling ever seen a ghost? Uh, oh, yeah. No, my brother. Uh, I don't know, actually. No. I, he is the sort of person... There could be two answers. One would be, of course I haven't, don't be silly, ghosts don't exist. Or he'd give an answer which I would laugh at, as in like, yeah, I did and I believe in them. And I'd laugh at him for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your brother's a, an, an actor. Yeah, he's a well. comedian and impressionist, yeah. yeah. How, how come you haven't had anyone? Because he's way more successful. <laughs> don't, I don't know Is that anything. why? <laughs> I don't know anything about him. Don't, I don't like him. <laughs> if I was his mother, I'd be ashamed. That's all I, that's all I say. I don't, I don't. I've seen little bits of. I haven't seen. I've yeah. seen way more. I guess I'm on Twitter more. And, he wouldn't you know, be we, able to do this because he's circles. currently in Les Mis. Okay, so he's yeah. too busy. <laughs> <laughs> they have days off though. We'll get him on on a day. Yeah, get yeah. him on a Sunday. Oh, and I'll sing. I'll sing. I don't dream to dream. <gasps> He'd love that. Would he like that? Yeah, do it. Okay. If you just, even if you just see him in the so street. I see him in the street. I'll if I'll anyone sing. sees Luke Kempner in the street, no, I tell you what, Luke Kempner loves. Right, so. <laughs> me and my me me and my mum and my brother in a WhatsApp group, right? Wait, it's just us three. <laughs> no one else wanted to be part of it. And it's the family WhatsApp group. Yeah. And the family WhatsApp group is called Ah Cut Myself. Because in about 2000, 2001, we were at Family Friends Barbecue and the family friend's husband was chopping something and he nicked his finger with a knife, and he went, ah, cut myself, ah, ah, cut myself, ah, cut myself. And me and my brother still do impressions of it now. So the family, and then I told that bit in my Edinburgh show, and then my brother just sent me a text about three days into Edinburgh going, someone just walked up to me in the street and went, ah, cut myself. And he, it was the happiest he's ever been. Yeah. So if you see Luke Kempner in the street, go, ah, cut myself. He loves it. I think better oh. if you see him in Les Mis, shout out. Ah, cut myself, ah, cut myself. <laughs> I think you definitely um, would you rather have a tit that dispenses talcum powder yeah or a finger that can travel through time okay this is a tough one because yeah. amazing to like touch the past yeah. obviously but um, when I get greasy hair I use dry shampoo yeah sometimes I go without washing it for nine more, more days <laughs> fellas um, and dry shampoo is just pressurised talc okay. so imagine all the money I'd save on Batiste if I could just like go <laughs> Yeah. Squeeze a tit, yeah. puff a talc, head for it like, yeah. like sort of, like a disco dance move, like uh, like that, yeah. and then and then rub it in, and then your hair's good to go for another two days, ladies. Fantastic! I don't think anyone's yeah. ever chosen the tit that could dispense talcum powder. <laughs> I stopped even including it in the question after a while because it was so obviously. Would you, that, you just go? I just would said, you like if you had a if you had a finger that could travel through time, what would you do with it? Oh yeah, good question. Um, I would. Uh, Go put my finger back Backwards to London 2012 Olympics okay. and um, touch the dressage horse Fallegro on the nose to say well done for that, uh, for that gold medal. He was uh, brilliant. He's still alive. He's not uh, tired. So you could just go and meet the horse and touch it. <laughs> I mean, it seems a if waste I... of a power to me. To, you could just go 
And he might be confused about what you were saying. Well done. I'm going, what are you talking about? I'm done. I've been just in... I mean, I fucked a few horses. <laughs> no, he didn't. I didn't. Gelding. No, I didn't. Okay. Took him off, didn't they? All right. No, but I, like, if yeah, I think if I met... If I... <laughs> 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 Prize-willing stallion. Yeah. You are not, I guess. No, he was... No, they gelded him because they thought he'd never be anything. Oh. And then he won double gold. In yeah. the individual, 2012, 2016. And if I met the leg... I love dressage, by the way, sorry. Because um, my mum does it for a job, but we don't have any money, so don't try anything. Um, <laughs> if I met the dressage horse for Legro, I would immediately start crying. Like, I, sometimes I've thought about it and teared up. Like, what if I imagine if I met him? Kay. It's a horse. It's an old yeah. horse now as well, so... Yeah. But I would cry. Do you like, think it remembers winning the... Do you think it understood what, that it won a gold medal? Yeah, I reckon... And do you think it remember, looks back and I remember that time? I did Mum, what do, you, do you reckon Vallegro th- remembers winning at the Olympics? Oh, come <laughs> on! Oh, what a cold old cow. No wonder Dad was so angry. She doesn't even love horses. Mum, would you cry if you met Vallegro? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. would. But he doesn't remember. No. I, I would be nonplussed if I met. Really? Hey, okay. Do you know? You know how people are like dogs are so special. Oh, yeah. any dog. I'm like dogs are pain. Horses. I feel like that. But how oh, dogs? Are... If I, think, I see yeah, a horse, they're... even like even like a minging one looking over a fence, like I have to go and make friends with it. Yeah. Even if I'm on the motorway, I just. <laughs> <laughs> they're weird. Uh, you know, they're weird. Yeah, they're like There's a loads big of horses right here where we live, and I yeah. just you, when you see them up close, you go, they're fucking weird. Yeah. They're I wouldn't like to get on one and ride it around. I have to say. Mom, Only crazy let's make it happen. Do Would you like to ride a horse? No, you no, don't want to do it. But what if, what if you had no choice? <laughs> I think that's a... That's a... What if I put you in a car? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're driving me there, we'll never meet the horse anyway, so... Yeah, me I know, Google Maps. <laughs> it's not the past. I could get us <laughs> oh, there. Get, I could get, get us to the there. horse, okay. yeah. yeah. And then... I think if you're going to put someone on a horse, you have to get their consent. I don't, that, that's, I'm an old-fashioned kind of guy. Well, we've got, we'll find a way. Okay. I mean, there's loads of horses near. My, my, yeah? My, my, yeah, my daughter went on one. Yeah, did she like it? Yeah, not so much she's done it again. Oh, right. She went on one that was a unicorn at a birthday party. It was a horse with a thing on. It was, it was. You, yeah. you saw through that. And, uh, Sorry, I know went, about these went, kind of things. She went round in a circle another time. Then, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't, she hasn't is this said... the worst ever episode? No, it's good. I think it's... Is it all right? I suddenly was it's like, been... oh, fuck, I've talked about dressage and that's always bad. No, this is, it's, got, it's got better and better. Um, <laughs> and there's been some right shit ones as well. So it's fine. Like, <laughs> so it's, 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 <laughs> no, it's a very good episode. You can, it's it's fine. Thank God. Uh, you know, we've, actually, we've actually done an hour, and five, an hour and five minutes. We've done too much. I thought, okay. we, I thought we had about half an hour to go. <gasps> and now... I've realised. So I've only got five more minutes to talk about dressage. Okay, everyone, look out for Glamourdale at the next Olympics. I think he's going to get gold. Carry on. <laughs> That's you know we've done enough. Uh, but uh, we will. What's coming up? So you, are you going to do Edinburgh 2024? And if so, do you know what it's going to be yet? Okay, I think I probably will do Edinburgh 2024. Yeah. But I'll have to miss the first Saturday of the Fringe because I got tickets to the dressage final. <laughs> <laughs> I will, and <clears throat> I'm going to just spend... Because it's about four or five hours it'll take and I will just spend the whole thing going, ooh! 
we were just crying. <laughs> I can't wait, but I'm no way I'm missing it. And I told my producer, and he the other day I was like, by the way, I have got tickets to the dressage at Paris, and I won't be missing it. And he went, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. You could come. You don't have to do the whole of Edinburgh anymore, so you could turn exactly, up. Exactly, do two weeks. Yeah, do the last It'll be my tenth full run if I did a full run. Right. And that's too many. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say so. I've done 27 <laughs> or something. Yeah, it is too I've done too many. I don't know if I want to go back because I don't. Yeah. I didn't really. I mean, I, yeah. Did you like the last time you did? did you, you went up this year. I yeah? didn't go this year. Didn't go this Katie year. went this year, but I stayed at home. Yeah. I found it, I found it emotionally a little bit. Um, Wearing, but also I didn't like the money oh, it's, involved. So I don't, I don't like the fact. I don't like the fact that you have to be rich to perform right? or or watch it anymore. You know? I don't know how uh, every comedian said this, but if I because I did my first Edinburgh twenty thirteen and then first full run twenty fourteen, I don't know how I would afford to do that now because yeah. now I, I'm lucky and I'm produced. But back then it was kind of like okay, I've scraped together about 700 quid for a room and then my venue was free and uh, all month I just ate like bits of chicken I got a Sainsbury's so the whole thing cost me about 1200 pounds yeah. and I was like okay fine and I came away from it with like me me bucket of cash which sort of was about that again and um you can't do that now no. it can't be done so like I don't know how anyone does Edinburgh unless they got rich parents yeah I think mainly, some money, mainly, <laughs> mainly that and you know but also just I, I just think like I think of me at 18 going to see stuff or performing stuff and I think yeah. that, that guy couldn't do Edinburgh now. Oh, and yeah, and I'm only going back nine years. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, ridiculous. So, yeah, so it's a shame. But, yeah, I'll probably be back, won't I? I'll probably do. I'll, I might... I think the thing you is... You make no, money up you there, don't, You don't, Well, you, but, you know, you can't. I can't, I don't... Well, I lost 45 grand in 2015. What? Uh, but on a play. I did a play. On a the, plane? Yeah, a plane. You bought a plane. A, oh, a you play. took a play. I took a play. <laughs> Yeah, I bought a plane. I I'll fly up. That'll save some money. Now, fuck, I've got a plane. I don't got nowhere to put it. I'm just going to have to sell it for scrap. I did a play and lost a lot of money, but yeah, oh. I, I make some money. But you don't. You're still not making anything like you would make for doing it anywhere else in the no, world. No, I like. Well, I can talk about the numbers because I'm. Because my friend Gareth goes, you can tell you're scum, Suze, because you will just talk about how much money you've made. No problem. <laughs> so my show sold like twenty two grand of tickets i will and i didn't pay for pr i went i'm not going to do it and it, it paid off it was all right i will get back about three thousand yeah. pounds when the payout comes yeah and that's good for edinburgh <laughs> like if i'd gone for pr i'd have been like oh good i broke even it's yeah. ridiculous it's like i don't get how it can run much longer on the model it's running on no so yeah that's that's yeah. that's my issue <laughs> but uh yeah, may, maybe. I mean, I'm doing yeah. another. I'm doing a new stand-up show, but I'll have done it before Edinburgh, so maybe I'll go and do yeah? two, That's two easy days enough, or something. Is, yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. sell out the big cow or something. Yeah. Anyway, this venue. isn't about me. It's all about you. <laughs> and uh, look, it's really lovely for you to come on. And, and do check out, you've got a YouTube channel. Yeah. You've got a Twitch channel, which you don't use so much anymore. I'm going to go more go on. on Twitch as soon as Twitter finally dies. Please, <laughs> set me free. Set me free from this fucking website. Anyway, could just leave, couldn't I? Can't. Um, yeah. See, when it's, again, that feels a shame to... If you build up a big audience on there, even yeah. if they're not there anymore... It feels insane to, to like, That's it. get it, back yeah. away from it. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, because people go, just leave, just leave. And it's like, I, I got over 100,000 people following me there, and I built that up, like, by myself over 
nearly 15 years and just go, yeah, I'll just leave. Or to, go, to go what? To Instagram, where it's just pictures and that. Yeah. I'm the ugliest actor who's ever lived. Ask Doctor Who fans. They're no good. <laughs> These pictures. It's, like, it's the platform that suited me best. I don't know if you found the same. Yeah. It's like, but it's just because some mad billionaires ruined it. Yeah. It's not because I fucked up. No. Anyway. It's ha-ha. a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. It is. Anyway, on that wonderful <laughs> note, wonderful note of comedy. Uh, One ten is ten. <laughs> Will you please give a massive round of applause for amazing Sue Skepner? Thank you very much. You have been listening to Rahalastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Suze Kempner. Scant regard to the music. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Thank you also to Chris Evans about that one and all of his GoFastTheStrike.com team. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, especially Jess. And I thank you to uh, my mum and dad as well. They are nice. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFastTheStrike.com production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.